Welcome to Happy Inside, it's Michelle here, bringing you nine years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy and embodied psychotherapy. We're talking about the behavioural and psychological aspects of illness, gut disorders, chronic conditions, chronic stress and anxiety. All those conversations you've been waiting to have are happening here. Has anyone ever told you, just let go, just let it go, like as if it's some easy task to happen? Because letting go feels frightening, like a huge leap and it's a one-time option that could go well or not and, and it has massive risk involved. But softening, I want to talk about softening today. Because softening is soft, it's gentle and safe. It's loosening your grip slightly while you still hold yourself nice and steady. So let me pose a few questions to you. Maybe you can ask them for yourself and see how your body responds. Where can I soften in my body? Where can I soften in my mind? Where can I soften in my thoughts? Which beliefs can I soften? What am I holding on to so tight? that I can soften around. So I used this question for myself. Last year we were looking to move house and it became, you know, quite a mammoth task. It, it kind of consumed our lives. And the whole process just got to this point that was overwhelming. So it had been a few months had already passed and it was so overwhelming and it was really distracting and consuming in our lives and there were so many options to consider and what did we want and where did we want to live and we were having to kind of, well, we were reworking this out along the way. Um, and re-establishing, we'd been in one place for nine years, so we'd been re-establishing, well, what do we want now? We're at this point in our lives and what's important to us. And so we had all this criteria and we had so much criteria that I ended up, I made this Excel spreadsheet um, because when you go and you look at multiple houses in one day, it just gets confusing. It's like, wait, did that house have wardrobes or was it that house that didn't have them? And how many bathrooms or toilets did that one have? And I forget, did that one have an air conditioner? So anyway, we had this um, spreadsheet and basically it had all these columns and the columns had all the criteria that we wanted. There was a lot of criteria, maybe <laughs> close to 20 things. And so what we would do is... 
down the left-hand side across that row, we would put the address in of the place that we uh, were going to or that we'd been to and then we'd sit down and and we would kind of tick, you know, across these columns, right? So at the end we'd go, ooh, this place, you know, it got like 16 out of 20 ticks. Wow, that's good. That meets a lot of criteria. And we'd look at, you know, we'd do the other place and we're like, what? This place only got seven out of 20 you know, that one's getting crossed off the list straight away. But even so, as we were working through that and, um, yeah, as I said, it was such a mammoth task and it was really overwhelming and I felt like I was getting more and more neurotic as the weeks and the months were passing by. And I don't know how it came about, um, but this one day I stopped and I, I asked myself, where can I soften in this process? And I immediately felt some relief, you know, some physical relief in my body. My body actually softened and relaxed somewhat. And I just found that there was space that was created within me. Um, And that space was what helped me see the whole move from a different perspective And, yeah, because before that I felt like my thinking was quite rigid, but this really just opened up the space for me to see other opportunities, other options, and even I remember the thing that kind of got us by was out of asking where can I soften around this, I decided that this didn't have to be our forever place, that whatever the next place was we moved into, we didn't have to commit to it for years and years and years on end, that that it could be a stepping stone and it could be a short-term place and we always have the option to move again at any other point. Anyway, the great news is we found the most perfect place. Of course, it ticked all the criteria and we're so happy with it. Um, we've been here about nine months now and um, of course, we're still in the honeymoon phase, so we we harp on all the time about how great is this place? It's got this and it's this and the neighbourhood's amazing and, yeah, we, we really love it. So it all worked out in the end. But going back to this concept of softening, you know, softening begins in the mind. Your body will do and represent and express what your mind does. So if the thoughts in your mind are holding on for dear life and are really rigid, your body will be contracted and holding on to. So when we ask ourselves the question, where can I soften, it actually starts as a cognitive process. Your mind has to be willing to soften first. And then the body will follow. You can't force your body to relax if your mind won't. And maybe we ask ourselves, like, why are we holding on so tight in the first place? It's safety usually. We want to feel safe. We want it so much. It's so important to us that we'll pay a cost for it. 
Sometimes what happens, I do this to myself, um, I see it a lot working with clients, is that we haven't truly investigated and examined closely whether this holding on is bringing us real safety. Because, first of all, um, that kind of fear and tension that we're holding in our body because we, we can't let go, you know, we're holding on so tight, is only sending warning signals to the amygdala. That's the fear center of our brain. And then that fear center is designed to keep us on high alert so that we can remain safe in the face of threat or danger. So if there is a threat, that's okay too. Then we need to get really clear about what that threat is and then bring some proactive resolution to it. But if that kind of fear we have is just old uninvestigated fear that has no real truth to it, no substance, then at the very least we've realized all that holding that we're doing is unfounded and we can soften. Just ask yourself that question now, where can I soften? When I do it, my body instantly relaxes. I feel that softening that creates more space within me and I feel safe. Here's the thing. I came into this world scared. I grew up anxious and highly preoccupied and I've got these really well-grooved neural pathways that were forged by a lack of safety and an anxiety around that lack. And because they're forged so well, I can go there in a millisecond. Not a problem. I've got that thing down pat. It's easy done. <laughs> it's the deep groove that pulls the most charge when I get a sniff of anything that feels unsafe to me personally you know, based on my own history. And, you know what, it's highly possible that this might always happen for me. But what I've built in place is a great deal, many, a couple of decades of (laughs) self-awareness and tools that steer those messages in another direction. You know, and some days I master it and some days I don't. Like in the beginning, I was it was so tough. It was like I couldn't get it. I would try over and over and then I would fail and I'd feel worse. And But with persistence and with practice and with some self-compassion, I got to a place where I can apply that. And that self-compassion has allowed me to be easier on myself in the process so that I can try and stay soft, right? Because you have to be soft while you're softening. You can't wag your finger at yourself to be soft. You have to be soft along the way. And softening's been my focus for many years because I was hardened by life from a young age. 
But there came a point for me that I realised I didn't need to get around with this armour on anymore. In fact, it was quite limiting for me. It was damaging in lots of ways. Um, <laughs> an old therapist and I used to joke that my armour was like me standing inside this fort firing guns from behind the walls of the castle of that fort, you know, at anybody that came close to me. And it was true because that person that was standing up there with the armour on and the weapons was in pain and believed that the world and people were dangerous. So that was the only way that I knew to protect myself from that danger. None of us want to experience pain, but we need to consider first whether we are inflicting any of that pain onto ourselves, you know, knowingly or unknowingly, and then we adjust accordingly. I was always drawn to softness in others. It was something that like, would just melt me <laughs> straight away. If anyone was soft, I was like, oh. You know, I remember uh, growing up and I remember, you know, neighbours or friends, parents or, you know, people that were soft. Um, yeah, I was really drawn to them. And I still am drawn to soft people. And now I have a softness in myself. So I continue to practice softening and I encourage you to practice softening. You know, what can you soften on in your life? What can you soften on just right now in this moment? Where can you begin to just loosen your grip a little? Just a little. Hey, it's me again. Thank you so much for taking the time today to foster a happy inside for yourself. There's a few other ways that you can engage, you can get in contact. Uh, I'll be quick. There's the ratings and reviews for both the podcast that you're listening to now and the Happy Inside iPhone app. You can also jump on to the website, happyinside.com.au sign up for the newsletter, see the links for Facebook and Instagram pages, and also book one-on-one consultations with me, which are exclusively online across the world. I'm right here for you.